The readings from March 31st, the Wednesday of Holy Week. The first reading is from the book of Isaiah. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue, that I may know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning, he opens my ear, that I may hear, and I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. He is near to those who uphold my right. If anyone wishes to oppose me, let us appear together. Who disputes my right? Let him confront me. See, the Lord God is my help. Who will prove me wrong? The word of the Lord. Lord, in your great love, answer me. For your sake I bear insult, and shame covers my face. I have become an outcast to my brothers, a stranger to my mother's sons. Because zeal for your house has consumed me, and the insults of those who blaspheme you fall upon. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Insult has broken my heart, and I am weak. I looked for sympathy, but there was none, for consolers, but not one could I find. Rather, they put gall in my food, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Lord, in your great love, answer me. I will praise the name of God in song, and I will glorify him with thanksgiving. See, you lowly ones, and be glad. You who seek God, may your hearts revive. For the Lord hears the poor, and his own who are in bonds he spurns not. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Hail to you, our King, obedient to the Father. You were led to your crucifixion like a gentle lamb to the slaughter. The Gospel according to Matthew. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me, if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver, and from that time on he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, the teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the, with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes at his written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. The Gospel of the Lord.
On this the Wednesday before Good Friday, I'm really struck anew by God's humility towards us in his plan for redemption and salvation. Thinking about how the God of the universe, the creator of the universe, the creator of you and me, decided to be sold or allowed himself to be sold unto his death for 30 pieces of silver. Just thinking about that, that God was willing to be betrayed by someone that he created, by someone he considered a friend in his earthly life, and being sold for 30 pieces of silver. And just the way that God has decided to redeem us, he decided not to redeem us in an abstract or impersonal way, but he decided to become one of us, to feel what we felt as humans. Just to think about how much it must have hurt to be portrayed by someone that he had a relationship with, someone that he called his friend, someone who spent three years of his life following him. That Jesus experienced that depth of human emotion in his betrayal, in being sold for 30 pieces of silver. It also makes me reflect on God's humility towards us even to this day. That the God of the universe would take the form of bread and wine because he wants to be close to us, that he wants us to consume him literally so that we can become more and more like him. It reminds me of a quote from St. Francis when he says, Hold back nothing of yourself for yourself, so that he who's, who gives himself totally to you may receive you totally. That God has held back nothing of himself. Heaven is bankrupt. Jesus gave us everything. He died for us on the cross and he is in the Eucharist. And we so often hold back ourselves from him that we don't trust that we can really abandon our lives to him, that we only will give God so much of ourselves and we make these, these like hard boundaries of how much I'm willing to give God. But when I allow myself, when I surrender myself more to him, he can come in in a new way. He can take over my life in a new way. I can hand over the reins of my life. I think for part of the reason that we have such a hard time doing that is we, we really don't trust that God really will take care of us. We, we, we don't trust that God's, um, God's real care of us over our lives, that following him will really bring us into the ultimate happiness, that I really am designed to give everything to Jesus. I've noticed so often in my own prayer life that the more I surrender myself, the more I actually experience his love, that I have to let down the boundaries in my heart, the walls that are in my heart to receiving his love. So I just want to pray with you right now that we can ask the Holy Spirit to give us the grace to give more of ourselves to Jesus, to surrender more of our lives to him, that we can, like Mary, who said, be it done unto me according to your word, that we can say that with Mary. Because the God of the universe has given you everything, has not held back anything. He simply wants our yes and our surrender to his love. Let us prepare ourselves for this Good Friday. God bless.